Hello and welcome to Paper to Podcast. Today we'll be diving into a fascinating study that I've only read 23% of, but hey, that's enough to give you an informative overview. The study is titled, Work from Home and Productivity, Evidence from Personnel and Analytics Data on IT Professionals, and was conducted by Michael Gibbs and colleagues from the University of Chicago. So, buckle up for a roller coaster ride through the world of working from home in the IT sector. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Gibbs and his team studied over 10,000 IT professionals at a large Asian company and discovered that working from home led to employees working longer hours with an 18% increase outside normal business hours. However, average output declined slightly, resulting in productivity falling by 8 to 19%. Employees with children at home experienced a larger decline in productivity than those without children. Women had a more significant drop in productivity than men, but this difference was not due to the presence of children. The researchers also found that employees with longer company tenure fared better during work from home. A key factor in the decline of work from home productivity was higher communication and coordination costs. Time spent on coordination activities and meetings increased, while uninterrupted work hours shrank considerably. Employees communicated with fewer individuals and business units, both inside and outside the company, and received less coaching and one-on-one meetings with supervisors. These changes persisted over time, suggesting that increased coordination costs during WFH at least partially explain the drop in productivity. The study's strengths include rich and extensive data sources, the researchers' engagement with the company's context and practices, and a robust empirical analysis using panel data covering 17 months. The research sets a high standard for future studies on the impact of remote work on productivity. However, there are some limitations. The focus on a single, large Asian IT services company may limit the generalizability of the findings. Additionally, the research relies on the company's internal data which might be subject to biases or inaccuracies. Furthermore, the study does not explore the long-term effects of work from home on productivity or account for individual preferences or attitudes towards work from home. Potential applications for this research include informing companies and organizations about the effects of working from home on productivity, particularly for IT professionals. The insights gained from this study can help businesses design and implement more effective work-from-home policies that address the challenges identified, such as communication, coordination, and collaboration. Managers can use these findings to provide better support for employees working remotely, especially those with children at home or those who may be struggling with productivity. This may involve offering more coaching, communication tools, or tailored flexibility in work hours. Moreover, the research can guide human resource practices and policies, including employee training and onboarding processes, to better prepare employees for remote work scenarios. Companies can use this information to create strategies that retain the benefits of remote work, such as reduced commuting time and increased job satisfaction, while mitigating the negative effects on productivity. Lastly, The study can inform policymakers and educational institutions about the potential benefits and drawbacks of remote work, influencing the development of programs and initiatives to better prepare the workforce for an increasingly remote work environment. And that's a wrap for today's episode. 
I hope you enjoyed this whirlwind tour of the world of IT professionals working from home. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website. Stay tuned for more episodes.